Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to this special Life's Rec musical presentation. Um, uh, first up, we're going to have uh, the host of Life's Rec, uh, Kyle. Kyle Moore is going to uh, do a little something for us. So, uh, welcome, welcome, Kyle. <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do a, uh, a, 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 my rendition of a, a pretty popular song right now, so uh, I hope you like it. <clears throat> I know you don't like me. You want to fight me. You don't want no problems at your party. Don't invite me. I don't worry about you guys. Please stop talking about me. Always talking about me because you looking for clouty. That's, that's not, no? It's not doing it for you? All right, well, you know what? If you want to settle for an up-and-coming hip-hop artist from Atlanta with nearly 100,000 monthly listeners and over 2 million streams on Spotify, you know what? You know what? Go for it. You know what? We, we can do that. Fine, fine. Just keep, keep listening, and, and fine. We'll, we'll, we'll settle for that, I guess. I guess you're rude, terrible crowd. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Life's Wreck. Um, things are looking a little different in here. A little, little, little one year older. A uh, little one season older. Uh, welcome to season three. And uh, you know, now presenting uh, every a list, a list of everything that's changed. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to uh, the voice in the background, who you guys haven't heard since since season one. So I'm just going to hand it over to him. Thanks, Cal. Wow, what a what a holy shit! What a welcome back. Um, yeah, uh, you know, it, it took a while to finalize my contract. Uh, you cheap <laughs> over here at Life's a Wreck uh, aren't are really cutting it, but uh, you know, I took a pay cut to get back here and make fun of you. So uh, so let me just grab my reading glasses here uh, and, and see what we what we nothing nothing's changed since I left. Um, back to you. This is all right. And that was great. great. Uh, Thanks, guy. You might be hearing more of him, uh, more of him at some point during this season. Who knows? You know, he took a little bit of a vacation, uh, but uh, but he's back. Hey, I don't know if you technically call getting forced out of a podcast. You're basically the star of, uh, you know, taking a vacation. But yeah, yo, go off, King. Give her. Dick. yeah no he's he's back back. Uh, So uh, so, yeah, let's let's keep running with that. Um, Guys. I'm so excited for today's episode um, because it is kicking season three off uh, with, on such a great note. It is a fantastic interview uh, that I got to do with Cam the Artisan. Uh, and if you're wondering who Cam the Artisan is, first of all, uh, I, I want to let you know his music is out of this world. I'm going to talk way more about it as we go. Uh, and if you listen to the end of this podcast, I'm actually going to be playing one of his songs at the end. Uh, instead of the, you know, the boring outro music, I figured we'd spice it up a little bit. So uh, make sure to, to stay tuned for that. 
Um, but yeah, Cam the Artisan, he's a 22-year-old rapper, um, and he honestly is kind of like an eclectic standout, really, in the Atlanta in the Atlanta hip-hop scene. Um, you know, we all know Atlanta boasts some incredible musical talent, uh, Migos, you know, guys like that. Cam is absolutely no exception. Uh, you know, he's forging his path as a lyrical and spiritual MC, which is is unique for the area, and honestly, it is it is refreshing uh, in the in the rap game. Um, one of the things that drew me to Cam's music was the fact that you know, as a 22 year old, he is talking about the highs and lows of early adulthood, mental health, love, like you know what I mean. He really talks about some real, shit, uh, and it comes through in his music, and it's authentic and real. Um, you know, it's it's introspective, uh, and it's really like it's true, I guess. Um, a bit on his backstory, or you know, in 2017 he released "Swim" and "Vibe Out Lady," uh, which helped him kind of build a regional buzz in Atlanta. And then in 2018 he dropped "Bliss." Uh, and for those of you who haven't heard "Bliss," I'm going to be playing it at the end of the podcast. Uh, but if you have heard "Bliss," you know that it is a song that is blowing up. Uh, it, it's got just under two million streams on Spotify. The music video itself had over 30 thousand views i think or something like that um you know and building off that he released a full project in february of 2019 called hughes uh and you know he debuted at a sold out party in downtown atlanta which was like no no big deal you know i I go i go to a lot of those um and then since dropping hughes like he's opened up for for megan the stallion dante hitchcock like he's he's opened for some really incredible acts and then in August of 2019, was selected by Sprite for their Thirst for Yours national campaign, highlighting the most exciting independent acts across America. Um, you know, he's an incredible artist. And more than anything, and I think what, what drew me and why I'm so excited for this this conversation to show you guys or to, to let you guys in on this conversation that we had, um, more than just being an incredible artist, he's an authentic and thoughtful human being, which uh, I definitely think we could uh, use some more of uh, in the world. Uh, and, and, you know, I think you'll get that vibe right from the start of our conversation. So I'm going to stop rambling uh, because, uh, you know, who, tune, who tunes into this podcast for me? Uh, and, uh, and I'm just going to roll it. Um, and, and it was pretty great because uh, we got to start our conversation with just a just a simple how you doing, man? In terms of how I am right now, um, I would definitely say that I'm I'm more so a lot a lot more I wouldn't say sad just I just feel like I've been floating recently like just in between being completely happy and completely sad I'm like right in the middle and the the reasoning um really is just not even just having a lack of faith in my ability as an artist or just where I want to be in general uh just more so um, feeling like there's a lot of things that I don't know yet, mm-hmm. but it 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 sucks because you don't know what you don't know right. a lot of the times. So it's like I'm the kind of person where I feel like I need to figure out every single last thing that like I need to know at the age of 22. I'm 22, right. so you know it. It doesn't feel right when an 18-year-old knows something like pivotal mm. that a 22-year-old doesn't know. Right. So I know for me, like I'm kind of just in that in that dead space where I'm just like, man, I really just want to figure out what it is that I need to do, what it mm. is that I need to learn, um, what 
you know, habits I need to form outside of the habits I already have. And moving forward, what does the the future look like, you know, once I start to take into consideration all of these things that I feel like I'm missing right now? Yeah, for sure. That's it, man. That's a tough thing to go through. So I'm 21. Uh, so I'm in a like, you know, very similar um, age category right now. And I grad just graduated from a uh, from a media program. And everything that you just are talking about is exactly what basically for the last four years, a lot of people um, who I was around, like really kind of struggled with because you see these people who have dove into things, maybe if it's at like an earlier age, or they've put like, you know, a couple extra hours in or something like that. And they start to know things at a younger age or, or, you know, you've been doing it longer, but they know more. And it's kind of, it's a tough thing to balance. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. When, uh, like, I mean, when do you feel like you kind of started to kind of feel that, I don't know, kind of feeling like in that, in that gray area? Um, I would say probably the middle of last year. Okay. I mean, last year was a big year for you too. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. and I think, the, the fact that I did a lot of things just in terms of, you know, the whole Sprite thing yeah, and doing, you know, different festivals. I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily feel like I was moving too fast, but I did kind of feel like some of those opportunities I wasn't a hundred percent prepared for. Okay. Um, like it's 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 so weird for me because normally when I do bigger shows I I end up doing a lot better than when I do smaller shows Mm -hmm. so it was strange to me how the festivals I did were smaller crowds even though they were big festivals so I think like there was just a lot of confusion and then once I got on stage and saw there was only 50 people in the crowd at the main stage of A3C, I'm just sitting here like, wait, am I like, am I doing something wrong? Right. Like, is is this where I'm supposed to be at this moment in time right now? Mm-hmm. Because literally, like literally, um, I did, I performed at this college and performed at A3C like the same day. So you have to, <laughs> you have to realize like leaving a, sold out college like kind of arena show then going to another show where it's just like 50 to 70 people in the crowd in the same day like also on top like and I was also sick too I I think I had strep throat so like on top of all of that like in the back of my head I'm just like bro like like what's like today's weird like today's a very weird day so just wow. just things just things like that bro like it, it definitely like messes with your head a lot and then you start over processing and overthinking things yeah you st- i mean i i would think it kind of sounds a little bit like you kind of start to like self-doubt a little bit yeah definitely yeah definitely and that's a that's a hard thing to go through like how have you found how what have you done i guess that's kind of helped you work through those times um just just being a lot more calm i feel mm-hmm. like um, I have noticed anytime I do um, more upper echelon shows, I'm a, I'm a little more stressed out simply because um, I feel like for me, I'm the kind of artist that always has to outdo the last thing that he did. 
right um i'm i'm very hard on myself when it comes to making music doing shows uh what i wear to a networking event just just things of that nature so i know for me i really just you know i've just been learning to just calm down a bit understand that hey like first impressions are big but also too like you're you're not perfect Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm not i'm not at a professional level yet so i still have a lot of time to grow and also i have a lot of time to you know trial and error uh cause and effect you know if this doesn't work out this time just know next time you do it do it this way or do it a different way for sure man like at at 22 years old you've got all the time in the world but i mean I, i totally understand like you know, coming from a, a creative standpoint, like even doing, you know, stuff like this, like with a podcast, like, right. you know, something, something that's so small and uh, it's just more of like a passion project than anything kind of thing. But at the same time, you still feel like you're like, you almost feel like you have that responsibility to like keep going and like keep improving. And you can't, you know, you can't like go like this and then take that little dip. It's like, and right. that's like the shittiest thing in the world when you take that little, exactly. like one step backwards and you're like, fuck, like I can't do that. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's, that's really, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Do you kind of feel, I mean, like you have, oh, it seems like over the past couple of years, like you, you've had a pretty fast ascent to where you are now. Like, you know, mentally, I guess, how did you, uh, how did you kind of process that? Because to go from, you know, just creating music and then all of a sudden you've got a song that like blows up with bliss. Um, You're getting invited to these music festivals. You're, you know, you're working with Sprite um like how just how do you mentally process all that um i know for me like i like i said earlier i felt like things were moving very very fast simply mm-hmm. because you have to realize also with me being you know kind of semi-popping in atlanta right now yeah um you meet a lot of other artists and other rappers and then it gets to a point to where you meet so many rappers you start questioning like okay, well, what is, what is he doing wrong? What is she doing mm. wrong? What, what am I doing wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there, there are people who are older than me that hasn't done half of the things that I've done. There are people younger than, than me that's just now starting that's literally asking me how to do everything that I've done already. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I'm like kind of like how how J Cole's song was Middle Child. Like I kind of feel like yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Like there's there's a lot of younger artists that's you know they look up to me, and you know they want to figure out well how did you do this how do you do that. Then you have older people. It's kind of the same thing. It's like man, like I'm I'm 27, bro. I don't even have a song over 10,000 plays on Spotify, yeah. bro. Da, 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 da. So it's like, what what do I have to do to like and it's it gets overwhelming really really fast mm-hmm. uh because also too you have to take into consideration people get jealous as well Definitely. people get jealous extremely fast like i remember one time i went to a party i didn't even plan to go um i um i went to this other event earlier that night and i was out with my photographer and he was saying, yo, you want to go to this other event? And the second event that we ended up going to, I knew, like, the people that I normally see, like, the artists and other creatives in Atlanta, 
people I see more consistently, like mm -hmm. I knew they would be there. But mind you, I didn't plan to be there. So <clears throat> that first event I went to, I wore like my Sprite varsity jacket. Right. Just because I just wanted to wear it. It wasn't even like for a flex. Like it was just like I was like, I don't know what else to wear. I'm just throw this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I get to the second event and then I just start noticing like people kind of like side eyeing me. Like, oh, I guess he feels like he's better than us since he has like a sprite oh, jacket. Yeah, true, on. yeah, yeah. So like I and I kind of felt that tension like when I walked in and I was interacting with people. Mm -hmm. Um, so just just like things of that nature, like it 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 does get overwhelming a lot yeah, of the time. For sure. No, and that and you know, that totally makes sense. Like you know, what kind of like hurdles do you feel like what what are some of like the biggest lessons you feel like you've learned? um you know go like going through your come up um i would definitely say just being patient mm -hmm. that's 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 one thing also being prepared being prepared for for literally anything um i feel like another lesson that i've learned was just to uh if you, if you can, like, obviously you can't support everybody, but if you can, like, try to support as many people as you can, because that's, right. that's definitely important. You know, I, I try to, it, it's, it's hard because, you know, you have these friends that have clothing lines and then you have these friends that sell, you know, this, that, and the third, and then you have these other artists that throw shows and it's just like, that's like, that's a lot of money to circulate through, through all of those and on top of that, I'm trying to use the money that I have to um, invest that and then make a bigger investment from that and then make more profit from that. Right. So it, it, it kind of gets hard when everybody drops clothes at the same time. Everybody throws a show at the same time. Everybody drops a song at the same time. And you can't really like invest any money into your, you know, your other creative friends is like projects or yeah. ideas or events um and the weird thing about Atlanta too is like you can tell people like hey like I won't be able to go or you know like not this time like if you give me like a week or two I'll be able to like people in Atlanta like they they look at you different if you don't like support right then and there really yeah it's like everybody out here is trying to do the same three things gotcha so, and also too, with me being a little more higher up than most, like mm -hmm. people kind of look to me as like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, if I can get Cam in my event, then I'm, I'm good. Like I'm solid. Like I'm, right. I'm that person, which I mean, I, I get it. But at the same time it's like, if you have, you know, 10, 20, 50 people that show up to your show, like I would rather that than, you know, if I can't make it, then like, I would rather you you be grateful for that than be upset that I couldn't make it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I have a, I have a busier schedule than all of you guys as well. Yeah. So, um, just, just, man, for me, I just, I try not to think too much on it. I just, I just go with the flow at this point. Um, if I can support who I can, like, I will, like, even, even this conversation, like, bro, you've been reaching out to me about this for months now. And like, again, I, like, again, bro, I, I sincerely apologize. Cause I, I, 
have been wanting to do this for a long time. It's, it's good, just, man. man, I just be every. It's I be everywhere, literally. So, man, I, I appreciate you for being patient. Because, honestly, bro, if you were from Atlanta, and probably after the first month you tried to reach out to me to do this, and I didn't, like, you would have, like, blocked me, like, and just, like, said, like, real, I don't eh? support. Yeah, like, that's how, wow. like, people out here really do it's It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, you know, from my, from my perspective, like, you know, going through four years of school in like a media field, like, man, even just trying to get content out for this podcast, like there's not enough hours in the day, let alone, you know, having a schedule like you where you're, you're bouncing all around, you're, you know, trying to create new music, you're trying to, you know, you've got your clothing line and that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, no, I, when you were like, oh yeah, like, you know, if we could push back a few weeks, I'm like, absolutely, man. Like whenever you get a free second and like, you're not, gassed from just bouncing around right man uh, i yeah. really appreciate you sure it's all good man for sure no that's uh i can imagine that that's i can imagine that that's pretty tough too i mean especially when you're in a community that is like as tight knit as artists are and then to like literally be trying your best to kind of be like spreading the wealth and like doing everything you can to like show out for the people who have like supported you and then to kind of have them essentially be like oh like he's not here for this one thing like he doesn't care it's like that, yeah. that would be that itself would be tough yeah it is yeah when uh you know with your you know mental health music and everything when did you first start creating music like when did you find music or when did music kind of find you so um for me, for me music has kind of always been there I have a I have a very strong musical background with my family okay um my my dad plays the keyboard for churches every Sunday. Nice. My my mom sings in the choir for another church every Sunday. Uh, my sister she plays the bass guitar. She's actually signed to Janelle Monae. Uh, this group called Saint Beauty. Okay. Um, I have an uncle. He had a gospel group back in the day that he was a part of. Um, to, all my aunts can sing like very well like literally every there I can't name one aunt that cannot sing um yeah. my one of my cousins in Texas he plays the drums like literally like just I just come from a musical background so that's crazy I essentially essentially I wrote my first rap at the age of six um but I didn't I didn't know where to go from there like I'm I'm only six I'm still kind of learning what rapping is like mind you like absolutely (laughs) bro like i it was it was so weird i i don't remember it i don't remember it but i do remember running in my sister's room and saying hey like i just wrote this rap she was like oh well let me hear it and i just remember rapping to my sister like at six um few few years later uh i'm a freshman in high school uh, that's when I kind of decided to like pick it back up like seriously because in between being six and in between being a freshman in high school like I would start writing again but then I would kind of drop it and be like no nah, I want to be an astronaut or I want to be a yeah yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying but like oh. I would always go back to like music so freshman year of high school I ended up creating this uh group called OSMG um is this the for outer space music group that was that was literally like 
the point where I just said, oh, all right, like, this is what I want to do with my life. Right. Uh, cool. It was, was kind of just, you know, staying after school, um, you know, rapping for people with, uh, with the group, you know, after school. Uh, sophomore year and junior year, I left that group, and then I, I joined another group. This group's called the Superbians. Uh, did the same same strategy stayed after school rap for people who's waiting on their parents uh did that so we kind of like gained a little you know buzz in the school or whatever um senior year that that fell apart and then at that point I was just like screw it I'm gonna just do my own thing like it does like I don't need to be in a group like I'm good so my first year of college at Atlanta Art Institute um, I went to school for audio production, and then cool. that's when I got uh, a Mac, a microphone, and all of the other tools that I needed to, like, record at the house. And then, lo and behold, because I, um, I, I went by, like, a bunch of different names back in high school, too. And then, but once I, like, was in college, that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to just go by Cam the Artisan, because... It just it just sounds cool, like at this point. Like I didn't change my name three times already. Like I'm not changing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me let me just do something that I feel like is gonna stick. It's a good pick. Um, it's a solid name. Yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, man, and then just from there, bro, like it, it it got to where I'm at now. Really nice, man. That's crazy. That's so you've been like you and music have kind of been like it's been you guys your whole life. Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy, dude. Like when you were, you know, growing up and, and I guess kind of going through the, uh, I, don't know, I guess you could say like the trials and tribulations, like the ups and downs of like growing up and being like a teenager in general. Um, did you find that you channeled a lot of like what you were going through um, into your music at that time? Or like when did when did you kind of start to mix um, kind of like feelings and emotions and what you were going through talking about you into your music? Um, I would say that started around my junior year. Okay. Uh, just cause freshman and sophomore year, I was more concerned about like just being the best rapper at the school. Right. Like just trying to come up with any metaphor or simile that I could, that I feel like would make people have an awe factor. Mm. Um, but Funny, funny fact, not a lot of people know this, but Hughes kind of had three different renditions beforehand. Really? Until it led up to Hughes. So junior year, um, the first project that I was working on, it was called Black War. Um, never never released it, but it's it's literally the same concept. Like I wanted to make a project about things that I was going through and my emotions. And I wanted to make sure every song had a different, you know, style of instrumentation. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up not releasing that. Um, why did I not release that? I didn't release that because literally right before I actually finished the project, the engineer, he lost all the files. Like his Mac got corrupted. No, shit. Like literally, literally. So I was just like, screw it, bro. Like, I'm just not going to drop the project. Like Damn. it's 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 done. That's gut wrenching, man. Yeah, it, it it sucked. Like I was literally almost finished. I had two songs left. I had two songs I needed to record. 
that's crazy that sucks like that that couldn't have in that moment that couldn't have felt good at all <laughs> it, it it didn't bro yeah like I, I still think about it to this day man um like what would happen if that project was out you know what i'm saying yeah because like hughes is my first like full-length project so it's just like okay like i probably would have had more fans by now probably mm -hmm. if i would have had a tape out at that time but like i try not to dwell on things like that you know well things happen right after i graduated um literally same concept of a project uh the name of that project was called thinking out loud mm -hmm. same same thing literally i just wanted to talk about things i was going through my, my emotions wanted to make sure every song had a different you know sounding instrumentation like just in genre uh wise period um the reason that project didn't come out i just didn't like the songs after a while like, okay. i kept listening to them over and over and i was like i don't i don't like these i don't feel right about you know releasing this project right so i didn't and then after that i kind of took you know a, a short break just for making music in general mm -hmm. and then after that that was probably that was that was 2018 because i graduated 2015 yeah uh so in between 2017 to 20 late 2018 that's when i was working on hughes man what uh you know you talked you just said there a couple times um you know the stuff that you were going through uh you know if you feel comfortable with it like what kind of stuff were you going through um during those times um i know for me man i i i go through a lot of self-doubt even now like even after all of, all of the success that i've had uh i i still tend to doubt myself sometimes um just you know personal things going on at the house with you know me and my parents and yeah. just not understanding certain concepts uh because i was i was raised in a um christian household um so you know it it kind of sucks when you know your parents tell you something about the bible and then they don't do it themselves right so it, it you get confused very very easily mm -hmm. um Luckily, I had a, uh, I still go to church to this day. Luckily, I had a mentor at the church that I go to now. Um, he kind of just, you know, laid things out for me if I had questions or if I, I was going through things. So that helped out a lot. Um, and really just trying to find my place in the world. Um, mm. You know, people, it's, it's, it's funny when, when you've been making music or been a part of music for so long. And then people don't think that you take it serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people yeah. are like, oh, so like, oh, so you do this for real? Like, mm, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do. I mean, yeah, I don't have like an excessive amount of money and I don't have this, that, and the third, but yeah, yeah. You know, people got to start somewhere. Absolutely, you know yeah, for sure. So just, just things like that, it, 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 it really bothered me. I, uh, I get it, man. It, I, though you, what really resonated with me a lot there was um you saying like finding your place in the world because i yeah. feel like you know for people our age like when you're so young but you've got these aspirations and you've got dreams and you want to do something and then you're kind of like you can see it and you're like oh it's like right there and like that's my place but then when you're not there yet or anything it, it feels weird it kind of just feels like you're not 
yeah, like you said, you're not in the right place. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough thing to, it's a tough thing to go through. Um, did you, like, did you find making music about what you were going through? Did you find it like cathartic or therapeutic or like, you know, like, why did you channel what you were going through into your music? Yeah, I, I would definitely say it was therapeutic. For sure. And I say that because once the, the album actually came out, like the day it came out, um, it just felt like a lot of things that was on my shoulders just kind of disappeared. For like sure. just a lot of like, like stress and anxiety and worry about like, okay, because you, you have to think too, I'm even even before I, I released the, the project, Bliss was out. Mm-hmm. already and it was already like doing numbers before the album came out yeah so you have you have to realize like i was already kind of up here past a lot of people right with no project with no project out like everybody else has like five six projects out yeah and everybody else knows everybody else and i'm kind of like the new guy that just happened to have like a bigger song that meant a lot to a lot of people. Right. And so I already have people kind of like, oh, well, like, nah, Cam is like, Cam is like the next person out of here for real. Right. And when the album came out, you know, it's, it's a lot of fear there because it's like, okay, like, are people going to like any of these other songs on here or, or are they going to be so stuck on Bliss that they're mm. not going to like pay attention to the messages in the rest of these songs? Yeah. So once the album came out, really, no, not even when it came out, the night before it came out, because it, it dropped at 12 um, at midnight. And when I posted the track list, um, I think it was about it was about two or three hours before the album came out. Mm-hmm. It was so many people were like reposting the track list, like to a point to where, you know, the the dots at the top of your story on, in, on yeah, Instagram, yeah, yeah. Like, they were, instead of like lines, they were like small dots. Really? And that was the first time I ever like seen anything like that. That's and crazy, man. It was to a point to where I was reposting so many of those that the older reposts that I was reposting, they were getting deleted by Instagram. It was like, it was so it was it crazy. Was blowing up before it even dropped. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. So at it, not even when the album dropped at that point, like that's when I knew like, Oh, like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm sorry. People, people actually want to hear this, man. What was that? What was that feeling like in the moment when you, when you could actually like take that big deep breath out and be like, Holy shit. Like it's, it's out there and like, it's, it's going to do, it's going to do well, man. I, I was extremely satisfied with myself. I feel like that was the most, that was the most satisfaction I've probably ever had in my music career ever at that point. Like, yeah, it was cool that Bliss had a, had a million streams, but to, to follow up with a, with a project that people were anticipating since that song came out, mm-hmm. um, it, it definitely felt, felt really good. I, I, I remember, um, cause I, I went to work, uh, the day the album came out. Um, and I, I remember going to work, heading to work and I was, I was kind of, tearing up a little bit simply because like I I just couldn't I couldn't believe it yeah no that's that honestly man that's that's like I'd love to hear that that's awesome like that's that must be really really cool and that that's you know with bliss like that was how I was introduced to your music for the first time 
Um, it was on like a, uh, I think it was on my Discover Weekly on Spotify. And, okay. uh, and I was just like, I was just chilling uh, one day out on my patio with some friends and then the song came on and literally like everyone stopped. We were like, oh man, shit, this is good. This is slaps. Like, this is like a great, like really vibey song. And then from there, like, you know, listen to some of your, uh, some of your first stuff. And I was like, man, like, and then I really saw that, like, you know, as an artist and for this was obviously just my standpoint, like some random kid in Toronto at the time, just listening to, uh, listening to bliss. Like I heard and I was like, man, this guy's not just like kind of blowing smoke up his own ass being like, you know, just trying to create something that's going to sell. Like he's actually talking about like him and he's talking right. about his life. And like, you know, you were, you were a young black man from Atlanta talking about your mental health and emotional struggles and like, and, and putting it in, in songs that were, were catchy and like told a story. I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was great. So it was, uh, um, that means a lot. Seriously. Of course, man. Thank no you. worries. No worries. Um, I know that, you know, speaking okay. of being from Atlanta, um, being a young black man in Atlanta, how I do want to get your perspective right now on everything that uh, that's going on all around the world with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. How, um, uh, you know, how do you what's the, I guess kind of like the vibe in, in your community right now? Like how there's at least from my standpoint, there is a lot of tension in, in the streets right now, mm-hmm. I would definitely say. And just just being out there, I mean, it's it's one thing to see it on someone's Instagram, but to actually be out there um, and kind of fear for your life for a split second, um, it's it's crazy. We have this part. Um, well, really, it's um, it's where it's where we held the Olympics at when when they were in America in 1996. Yeah, um, it's called Centennial Park. Yeah. Um, literally behind the gates of Centennial Park, there was a line of um, soldiers behind the gate just standing there. I'm guessing if someone, you know, hopped the fence or whatever, they were there to detain them. Um, but it's, it's, it's scary when you see like real life U.S. soldiers standing in a park that you go through, that, that you go through, you know, every so often. Mm-hmm. Standing there, one has an M16, and then the guy next to him has a riot shield, and then every other person either has a gun or a, or a riot shield, and it's it's that's that's scary, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you don't you don't know what their tactics are, you don't know what their plan is. Mm-hmm. Like you know, from first glance, you're thinking, okay, well, obviously, if I go over this fence, like they're going to detain me. Yeah, but you don't know if if there's a bigger if there's anything bigger than that, that's supposed to happen with those people standing back there. Right. Um, also too, man, just, just physically marching with people and, and, and seeing people that don't look like me mm-hmm. um, out there protesting, really like protesting harder than the people that look like me. Like it, 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 it's a great feeling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because this is why we, get upset over you know cops killing us we get upset because we feel like the people who are lighter than us we feel like they hate us mm-hmm. so for them to actually go out of their way and then go downtown and literally march with us and and chant with us and you know show their support hand people bottles of water um mm-hmm. so we won't you know be dehydrated or whatever like things like that like that that really stood out to me 
Um, and I, I feel like for for anybody that has any um, protests going on in their city, I, I would definitely tell them to go out and, and take a look at it themselves and be a part of it. Because yeah. it's a very powerful thing to be a part of, I feel like. Um, how do you feel, you know, being a black man in America, how do you feel like it relates to your mental health? And how do you feel like it related to like your mental health growing up? Um, for, for me, I never, I never, I've never had any ill will towards people of a different race. Um, because also another fun fact, um, when I was five, me and my family, we ended up moving from Atlanta to Texas, okay. which is uh, west from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Texas, you have to realize Texas is right on top of Mexico. Yeah. So Texas has a lot of Hispanics out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember, you know, I was out there from first through fourth grade. Um, every classroom that I've been in when I was in Texas, it either had one to five black people and everybody else was either hispanic or white Mm -hmm. um so i've learned at a very young age that you know the the color of people's skin doesn't really matter it's it's about their character i learned that at a very young age i've Mm -hmm. always had respect for um everyone else um not even just people of my color and i feel like too and i feel like that helped me me moving to texas because if I would have stayed in Atlanta, what I've learned, because it's it's a very black community in Atlanta, um, I've kind of learned that, that yeah, people in Atlanta are kind of more so like, oh, like it's us against them, meaning right. like black against white instead of people trying to be you know united. Mm-hmm. Um, out there in Texas, like it it doesn't matter like if we're friends or if we're cool, like we're cool. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're black, like what? So, um, I've, I've never grown up, you know, scared of people of a different race or a different color. I've never felt like my life was in danger simply because I've never seen, I've never seen people of different races as my enemy. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can never fully say that I've always, you know, been the kind of person to say F the police because I've never had a problem with the police growing up. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, man. Um, you know, I want to know, like, what uh, we talked about, obviously, the pressure um, and, and the responsibility and stuff like that. But what are your what are your kind of goals for, for 2020, given everything that's happened with quarantine um, and, and all the craziness? Like, what are what are your goals for the year? <laughs> and, I guess, and I guess the the near future. Um. I mean, as of as of right now, I I can't do any more shows. So it was it was a couple of festivals I could have did did this year. That I can't even do man this anymore. Um, really, I just I just want to continue pushing Hughes, continue pushing the song that I just released. Um, and building building my I feel like building my fan base in Atlanta that's that's really important to me right now mm-hmm. um and then as far as next year um i want to I'm, I'm dropping another project um probably an eight or nine song project nothing too crazy mm-hmm. um but i know for next year i want to throw a crazy crazy show like the 
the the show that I threw for the Hughes album release, like that one was cool. But the one I, that I want to throw for next year is something that I something that I really want to um, make sure establishes me from mm. from here on out. Okay, gotcha. Um, just just in terms of the production of the music, the size of the crowd, mm. uh, the crowd interactions what I you know everything that I want to have going on like I I definitely want to solidify my spot um as an artist in in Atlanta and also to showing figuring figuring out a way to show the entire world you know what I'm doing here in the city mm-hmm. like I, I have this entire mass plan of throwing the show having five different videographers stationed in five different spots and like that's their spot making sure they get you know making sure they get very very specific parts of my set Mm -hmm. um so when I do bliss like just making sure they get where everybody in the crowd is singing it because it's to a point to where everybody sings it for me I don't have to sing it anymore yeah yeah yeah. Um, just like making sure they get that making sure like when I do my more upbeat songs they get shots of people in the crowd you know going crazy yeah yeah um, getting shots of people pulling out their flashlights and just just different things like that. And then really just manipulating the entire social media culture with those mm. clips. Mm-hmm. So what, what I'm what I'm learning is people won't unless like in your case, your case was different of how you discovered me. But um what I've learned um for a lot of people when it comes to music or just things in general, people don't, you know, people have a fear of missing out. So if people have a feeling of, Oh, I'm missing out on something that I don't, Mm. that I don't know about yet. That's when people really start to tune in. So you have to realize if let's say, for example, I do the show. uh, it's, It's a crazy moment from the show, like crazy. And um, if I use one of those clips and I send it to DJ Academics, mm-hmm. if I send it to the Shade Room, if I send it to all these social media outlets that, you know, have large followings and yep. if I have them post post that clip all at the same time and have a caption say something along the lines of, Cam the Artisan is taking over Atlanta Mm. Da, 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 or something along those lines yeah, yeah. like people people are going to like tune in hey you haven't went to a concert until you've went to a cam the artisan concert i think is really yeah that's a great idea thank you no man i'm excited to see i'm excited to see for you like where everything goes because you you know over the past hour i mean you you've not only taken the time to to hop on the podcast but seem like a really genuine guy and and uh, like everything you've done with your artistry is is really authentic so no i'm excited to see what uh what you got uh going on in the future for sure thank you man you saying yeah, same course. to you man i i i really hope the the podcast does its thing for you man cuz it what i've learned doing podcasts it takes a lot of it takes a lot of courage and 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 strength and just motivation to con- continue doing it cuz when you really think about it, no one really listens to podcasts like that. No, not really. Really. But I mean, for you to continue to do it and for you to continue to, you know, be like, nah, like this is what I want to do. Like, bro, I 
I, I give you all props for that. Seriously. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's definitely one of those things like this is uh, this is one small piece in a much uh, in a much bigger puzzle that hopefully over the next couple of years, I'll be able to uh, I'll be able to put together a huge part of it is like the fact that, you know, I, I love networking. I love meeting new people and getting different perspectives and stuff. And if you hit somebody up out of the blue and are like, hey, like, let's talk. They're a bit more like, uh, I don't know about that. But if you're like, hey, hop on this podcast, I want to like hear your story and stuff like that. A lot more people are uh, more inclined to do that. So it's a great way to it's a great way to meet new people. And it's a great way to kind of spread a message. So it's uh yeah it's been a lot of fun the last thing before uh, before i let you go at the end of every podcast i like to give uh, the listeners kind of like a challenge something that they can work on during the week or the month or whatever um that will uh that will kind of just help them in their day-to-day lives help them with their mental health is there anything like a challenge that you would set forth um that you think would help uh, the listeners of this podcast just kind of feel mentally better over the next little while um so what I've been implementing recently, um, I I kind of been out of it since the whole Black Lives Matter ordeal. Mm-hmm. But for me, I literally only get on social media for an hour a day, and that hour though it it stretches out for a fifteen minute time period throughout the day. So. I think my time periods are 2 p.m. Yeah, so so from 2, 2 o'clock to 2.15, I'll check my socials. From 5 o'clock to 5.15, I check them. From 7 to 7.15, and then from 10 to 10.15. Um, and I, I literally do that every day. And the way that, the way that I make sure I'm effective at doing it once those 15 minutes are up i delete uh both my instagram and my twitter like off of my phone and then like yeah it's a very tedious process to delete them and then re-download them yeah yeah. i promise you at the end of the day you'll feel so much better damn that's i i that's cool i like that man yeah for sure like bro even yeah like (laughs) i've I've been doing it for probably i want to say four months now it's it's definitely helped me a lot nice all right, there's a challenge uh, to everybody. Get used to deleting and uh, re-uploading Instagram. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Hi, right, bro. Thanks for coming on, man. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me, man. And make sure you guys go listen to that new song I dropped a month ago, Brown Skin. Um, and yeah, more music coming soon later this year. That's all I can really say. I love it, man. I'm going to put the link uh, the link to the new song in the description of the podcast, guys, so make sure to go check that out. Cam, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, man. You be safe. All right, cheers. Guys, massive shout out to Cam the Artisan for coming on the podcast today, sharing some of his journey, sharing his passion for music. Make sure to go follow him across all social media platforms. He has been one of the most genuine people I've had the opportunity to connect with. Such a great guy. That's at Cam the Artisan on Facebook. On instagram twitter uh make sure to go give him a follow and and stream the guy's music he is absolutely incredible one of my favorite artists out there uh go check out brown skin and as if you need some more convincing i I shouldn't i i hope that you don't but but if you're stick in the mud and you're dragging your heels and you're going i don't know maybe all right, uh, I'm going to help you out a little bit. This is the song that introduced me to Cam, Cam's music, uh, and I fell in love with the artistry. Such an incredible song. So uh, to finish off the podcast today, I think, uh, you know, let's listen to a little bit of music together, a little bit of Cam the Artisan.
This is bliss to wrap up today's episode. And uh, as the music starts playing, I, I just can't help but sit here and think, um, life's a wreck. I mean, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to love better, love better. I mean, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to love better, love better. And all I ask is that you pray for me. I'm just saying. People call me on the nines. It's no conversation. They don't understand my pain or my situation. Take my hues and replace them with affirmations. All I really need right now is bliss. Hey. All I really need right now. All I really need right now. All I really need right now is just a little bit of bliss. Hey. All I really need right now. All I really need right now. All I really need right now is just a little bit of bliss. Hey. All I really need right now. All I really need right now. All I really need right now just a little bit of bliss. Hey. All I really need right now. All I really need right now. All I really need right now just a little bit of. Can I get love? Can I get peace? Can I get joy? Trying to increase my euphoria and feel complete, but the sorrow won't decrease. No vacation on my emotions. I couldn't feel myself growing. I haven't really been too social. Eviction, I know some of you notice, just notice. I, lately, I've been a pessimist. Ain't no amount of black excellence in my genes can attest to this stress. I've really been tested with this bad energy is evident. I OD'd on some extra bliss. This pain killing my head and shit. Truth be told, man, I'm scared of it. I took time to ration out what a nigga has left because I know how scarce it is. Bliss, it comes and goes, can't cherish it. I feel so alone and happiness ain't here no more I write my pain and all these songs and write my wrongs Waiting for God to put me out the sin I'm in And same people who are genuine I'm just trying to find bliss again I'm just trying to find bliss again I'm just trying to find I cater to people too much Trying to serve food for thought to these niggas Now my heart need fixing Broken on these records like I'm trying to get a Guinness I think my depression is the number one killer And real niggas ain't real niggas If they can't keep it real with you When that feel hit you When you feel worthless They don't want to deal with you Shooting for a bliss Get a negative picture Working on exchanging art for happiness Y'all got goals, nigga Mine's a little bigger I got a love for the music. I got a love for the music. I got a love for the music. I got a love for influence, but if it ain't positive, then just know I'm not included. I'm feeling hypnotized, striving for bliss, but I think happiness is all in an illusion. Like, I mean, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to love better, love better. I mean, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to love better, love better. And all I ask is that you pray for me I'm just saying People call me on the nines It's no conversation They don't understand my pain Or my situation Take my hues and replace them With affirmations All I really need right now is bliss Hey All I really need right now All I really need right now All I really need right now Is just a little bit of bliss Hey all I really need right now, all I really need right now, all I really need right now is just a little bit of bliss. Hey. All I really need right now, all I really need right now, all I really need right now, really need right now is just a little bit of bliss. Hey. All I really need right now, all I really need right now, all I really need right now is just a little bit of bliss.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.